Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to everyone's favorite show about plastic surgery, health, and beauty. This is Nip Talk. We got a very special episode today because it's all about young people, teens, Gen Z. First off, Gen Z's views on plastic surgery. What are they? I bet you're going to be surprised when you hear. Next, what's good skincare regimen for teens? And finally, social media, beauty standards, and teens. How do these all relate? We're going to discuss that, and it's coming up right now. Live from Lincoln Center in the heart of the Dallas Metroplex, this is Nip Talk. An honest and uncensored show about plastic surgery, health, beauty, and lifestyle. With your host, plastic surgeon Dr. Bruce Herman, and your co-host, entrepreneur and social media influencer Sarah Bennett. Now it's time to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of the topics everyone is talking about. It's time for Nip Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Please hit that like and subscribe button. It helps us so much. I am your host, plastic surgeon, Dr. Bruce Herman. With me today is not Sarah. Unfortunately, Sarah has the flu and is sick at home. We wish her well, but my daughter Danica is standing in for Sarah today, uh, which I think is great because we're going to be talking about young people topics. Yeah. <laughs> so also, in the, as always in the box, we got Travis. How you doing, buddy? Yo, yo. How's it going? Very good. You having a good Friday? Yes, I am having a really right good Friday. On. And now we got uh, Big Herman and we have Little Herman. <laughs> on the show. I like right. it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, she's not a stranger to the studio. She does come up here quite a bit. And um, I, I know you were on Jeff's show uh, yeah. a little while ago. How was that? Did you enjoy it? Um, yeah, it was super fun. I mean, I was a little nervous at first, but just was like, it started going. Like, I just kind of got into the flow and it right. got a lot. Better. Like when it first starts, you just kind of like butterflies. Yeah, like you're just kind of tense. <laughs> right. But then you just realize it's just like, you know, having a conversation just like yeah. anything else. Yeah. I, I thought you did really, really good on that. And, well, thanks. And also, I know you have like a lot of social media uh, mm -hmm. and you want to share what you're doing these days on social media? Um, well, on social media, I mostly just do like video games and I also do like anime stuff, edits, all that. Just yeah. my life. I told Travis, I think, uh, at some point about how you build up this like huge social media account and then they figured out that you were too young to be <laughs> live streaming and they yeah. like, they banned you. <laughs> it was really sad. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's <laughs> that was, the way the game that, that goes. I know. Well, pretty soon she'll be old enough. She can be legit. Absolutely. But, um, but no, I, I've been very impressed with your ability to, um, well, just to be on camera, I mean, it, you're kind of a natural at it. You do Aww, very good. So, thanks. Yeah. You too. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Well, we're going to jump into our segments today, and I'm so glad you're here because I thought, since you're going to be here, we're going to talk about some topics that concern teens because you, you are a teen, right? Yes. How old are you, 18 now? 13. Okay. 13. okay. Um, uh, talk about teens, Gen Z, and, and those sort of things. So the first yeah. one I want to start talking, up, or talking about is... Gen Z's view on plastic surgery. Now, for those who don't know, Gen Z is people born in the years roughly 1997 to 2012. So you're kind of at the tail end of it. That's totally fine. Yeah. Um, so there are definitely some people in Gen Z a little bit older than you. Um, and so I'm going to ask some questions for you, but I'm going to lay some groundwork here. So, All right. so we've seen a big we've seen a big boom in both plastic surgery and aesthetic procedures since the pandemic. That's like been well established. But what's been really interesting is that certain groups have seen bigger increases in interest in these things. And Gen Z is actually the one with kind of the biggest increase of people looking for whether it be surgery or like cosmetic type 
procedures. And a lot of people found that to be a little surprising because Gen Z kind of has this reputation of like, uh, just, you know, like really accepting and yeah, like be you like be you. Right. And so maybe it's a little surprising to learn that Gen Z really has actually kind of been characterized as the generation most open to plastic surgery. Really? Would you have thought that? Being Honestly, a young person? Um, I wouldn't have thought just because in Gen Z, you know, it's just a lot of like your body's beautiful and like no matter what. Right. So seeing people like seeing that Gen Z is the most known like thing for most plastic. Most interested. Yeah. yeah it's in plastic surgery. Yeah. It just seems kind of odd because not saying yeah. it's hypocritical, well, but. I will say that I have seen this personally. I mean, I, I, you hear the, you see these articles that say this and I have seen it in my practice that we get a lot of really younger people in, in the office these days. So I, I would kind of agree with that. And so the question kind of pops up of, okay, well, well, why, why is this? And, and I have an idea. What do you think? Um, why do you think that like Gen Z might really be interested in like looking their best? Well, cause like social media is like, boom, that's, that's all you gotta <laughs> say. It's like social media. I, I think that, I mean, what do you think, Charles? Do you think social media play a big part in this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think Gen Z, like millennials, they may have like kind of introduced the trend of like social media, you know, like Facebook, yeah. MySpace. No, um, I'm going to have to back up a little bit there oh, wow, because okay, I think it was go. actually Gen X that introduced social media, but go ahead. I didn't you mean, to, so? I didn't okay. mean to like generation change. No, 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 <laughs> at all. No, not at all. But I, I think it, it, it reached like a, a really big height with the millennials and yep. then the Gen uh, Xers, I'm sorry, Gen Zers. Yeah, they just like exploded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they exploded. took it to another level. Yeah. So sure. I do agree with that. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in a later segment. And so I was going to talk about like um, what procedures and treatments they're getting, right? Because obviously Gen Z people aren't coming in and getting facelifts. I mean, that would make no sense. Just... Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of Gen Z come in to get Botox. Now, that might be a little odd for some people who think that Botox really is for older people who already have wrinkles, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what I think. Right. And so the reason that Gen Z people are doing it, and this actually is very, very smart, is if you start using this products when you're younger, so say you're 20s. Now, I know that's a little older than you, but yeah. but like some of the older Gen Zs are in their 20s. And if you start using products like Botox that prevents you from having wrinkles, like you never get wrinkles. Really? Like, like ever. Yeah, you can basically keep your face wrinkle-free for really your entire life if you wanted versus somebody who might come in at 50 years old and already has the wrinkles it's hard to erase them well mm. i'm set for life with you so that's good <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're a little young for botox yet but one day one, one day. day um uh so botox is really popular Another one, and let me see if you agree with this one, is is the fill. Are you familiar with fillers? Do you know what a filler that is? That makes like your lips bigger, right? That's one thing it can do, yeah. All my friends steal my lip plumper all the time. Like So so let me get so you and your friends have like what is like something goes on your lips? Yeah, to basically pump your lips. I have this lip gloss and it's like lip plumper and it has some like I think it's like allergy thing in it, you know? Where it kinda like makes your lips swell? Yeah. I don't know wow. how that really. That's really it. interesting, right? I mean, that like kids at, at, at her age, they're, it's like they're almost like they're doing what lip filler does, but without mm -hmm. the filler. Yeah, yeah because right, you what you see that on social media, and, and and it's it's an attractive look if done correctly. I, there are some bad like filler. too much. Yeah, is, too much is not good. Yeah, yeah, you want to be in in moderation. Definitely. The other thing that's really popular with Gen Z's actually is breast surgery. Like breast augmentations are really high in that group. 
um, and breast lifts, uh, surprisingly. And I have seen that too in my practice. And then finally, like facial treatments. So like lasers, you like the, the lasers mom and I get? Oh yeah. Gen Z's actually are really using those a lot. And once again, it's not necessarily about trying to correct issues, but- Preventing but, them. But prevent, yeah, exactly yeah. right. Preventing them and also bringing out like the best, like getting like that best glow for your skin. Definitely. Um, so yeah, it's really kind of interesting when you when you look at that, that Gen Z really kind of has embraced uh, plastic surgery and aesthetic treatments. And, and, I, and so as a plastic surgeon, like, um, you know, there's a couple of things that I, I would say about this. I mean, uh, one, I mean, you definitely don't want to take it to an extreme at a young age. Definitely. I mean, like, I think it's totally fine if like 20 year olds want to get Botox, which sounds crazy. And then, you know, 10 years ago, that may have been a crazy thought. But I mean, it does help, you know, um, surgery. I mean, the, the only thing about getting surgery at that age group is if, it, if you're female and you get surgery at that age group and then you, you have pregnancy, you have kids, it does change your body. So you potentially would have to have a repeat surgery. So a lot of in the past, a lot of people would wait till after kids to get plastic surgery. Not always, but but sometimes I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And so that's just something to think about. And I was I was console my patients on that when they're younger about, hey, just be aware that when you decide to have kids that pregnancy, um, you know, can can change that. Uh, and then things like the facial treatments are great. I mean, you know, anything that's preventative that's going to prevent your skin from aging is like a good thing. I, yeah. I think personally, as long I mean, as like, you're not like obsessed with it. It's just like surgery and skincare, like they're pretty similar if you really think about it. Yeah, I mean, well, the surgery definitely has a little bit more involvement. Yeah. yeah. There's a little bit more, you know, you have to like, think about and, yeah. and plan for. So I wanted to ask you, uh, like, and, and I know you did some homework on this, and so <laughs> I'm, I'm not putting you on the spot, but what, what are your thoughts when you, like, see, like, maybe you're on social media and you see, like, an influencer saying that, hey, I'm going to have plastic surgery or I'm going to have, like, this cosmetic treatment. Like, what do you, as in your, um, in your age group, which I know you're, you're Gen Z, you're a little in the younger, like, what do you think? Like, what does that mean to you? Anything? Well, I think, like, plastic surgery as a whole is, I mean, it's not a good thing, but it's not a bad thing either. If right. It can I be would, either or. Yeah. I would agree with that. It just matters, like, what you do. And if you do it in, like, too much, then it kind of gets weird but i think yes. if you're just doing it and it makes you happy and makes you more confident then go for it i think that's that's really, really good that's actually. super good advice that's, that's a really good, that's super really good, good answer she basically said do it in moderation right and yeah do it in moderation and that's and really good and i did i want. actually and i want to say i didn't tell her to say that she, i was just gonna let her say what she wants now i wanted you to ask your friends yeah. what they thought because uh so danica's friends come over the house all the time they're super cool i like them all but I, I just wondered what their thoughts were. Now, did you, you did ask them, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, so do you wanna, do you wanna like just say, so this is other Gen Z, younger Gen Zs, what did they say about plastic surgery? Well, one of my friends named Kaylee said, it's fine if it's in like smaller amounts, but too much is just bad, or sorry, uh, it's fine if it's in smaller amounts, but it can also be kind of bad for your mental health, just to think that like you have to get surgery to be pretty, which Right, if like you're obsessing about it, which I agree, or if yeah. like you have like, a body issue like i agree with that that's smart okay yeah and then my other friend said it's good just not in dramatic amounts so a okay. lot of them also kind smart. of agree smart smart friends yeah thanks did you guys come think come up with these answers together no i text them all individually did you okay all right mm -hmm. what else you got um one of my friends said it's a great way to like boost your confidence and it can enhance someone's natural beauty because i mean <laughs> everyone's beautiful Wow, okay, good. Anything else? Or does that about um, wrap them up? Some of my friends said it, 
This one's a little confusing. It said it can be interestingly morbid and fascinating at the same time. So they're thinking more about maybe like the actual aspect of the surgery, not necessarily uh, the outcome. Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. Well, I have to say, like, I am actually impressed with you and your friend's answers. Like, they're, those are actually good answers, right? In moderation, it's okay to boost your confidence, but don't, don't take it to extremes. So, um, yeah, well, I appreciate your insight in that. So, so I just want to do like a quick recap on, on this segment. Uh, so we're talking about Gen Z and plastic surgery. So there's been this big boom in plastic surgery and treatments and cosmetics since the pandemic. Crazily enough, Gen Z has shown the biggest increase, and I've seen that in my practice. In fact, a lot of people find Gen Z to be the most kind of agreeable or uh, kind of okay with plastic surgery in general. Things that they're doing, Botox really popular, facial treatments, also breast surgery has been very popular. And so I think that's very interesting to see that young people are, are kind of embracing plastic surgery in moderation. Uh, that's kind of a change from other generations in the past. And it's just kind of interesting how this trend will play out. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, very good. All right, well, let's move on to another kind of interesting segment. Uh, and, and I'm very eager to hear your thoughts on this. I know a little bit about your thoughts, but uh, okay. this is a segment about skincare Ooh. for teens. All right. And, and okay. you already are using skincare products. Yes. Yes. Now, who did you start that or did did mom did mom start you on those? Things? Um, no, actually, I started on it because I just kind of saw my skin. And I was like, you know, I don't want it to be like matte or whatever. I don't want it to get acne. So I'm just going to try and start young to have better skin in the now, future. Now, did you did you get that from like seeing something on social media or how did you like even come to think or were your friends talking about it or what? Um. Honestly, it's been a while, so I kind of forgot, but my guess is I probably got it from social media. From social media. I get a lot of things from there. Yeah, from seeing stuff on skincare. Well, I will say that skincare is definitely a lifelong commitment and that starting early in your teens uh, is not only establishes really good habits, but it also is preventative for stopping your skin from, from aging and having to kind of chase, chase it later on in life. So. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're actually doing uh, a, a really good thing for your skin. And, and a lot of people ask, okay, so what's like the, the right time to start this? And most skincare experts will say that the, the right time to start skincare is around 12, but most importantly, like by puberty when hormones start changing, because that's when your skin really starts to change from like the skin of a child, which is usually very fair to potentially not as good due to oil buildup and those things. So. Yeah. Around 12 is a, is a good time to, to start that. Um, so I wanted to ask you, uh, before I kind of go into this, like what is your, what's your skincare routine? Like what do you, what do you personally use? And you don't um, have to name like specific products unless you, you want to or you know them, but kind of tell well, me, walk me through what you do with your skin. What I do with my skin is whenever I shower, I do like a rice, like face wash, you know? Okay, so like a facial cleanser? Yeah, and then when I, I'm just doing it like on days I don't shower. I just do like some serum drops to make my skin glowy. I do so is that serum like a, moist, a moisturizing serum? Yeah, kind of. Perfect. Okay, that's good. I do some acne drops just make sure I don't Now, do you acne. do that like all the time or you do it like if you start to see a breakout? If I start seeing like red dots on my face, then I'll start doing it. And is, do you know what is that? Is that like salicylic acid or, or, or benzo, uh, benzoin? Do you know? You don't know. No. It's okay. I, I, a lot of times it's... Those things will have like a name brand, and so you, you, it'll yeah. probably be one of those two. And then another thing I do is I get this like eye cream, and I put it under my eyes just to fix any dark circles. Wow, you have a pretty 
that's a pretty aggressive regiment. Now, how did you did you learn that from mom, or did you pick this up from your friends? For like a skincare routine, or yeah, like well, how did you get into the routine? I assume mom probably showed you right. Actually, no. Or she told me to wash my face. So okay, well that's good. That and then um, with the skincare actual routine, I just kind of got more skincare products over time, and I realized kind of what suited me, like what would make me not break out, what I needed to make my skin like look better. Cause I'm not gonna use like acne if I acne drops if I don't have acne but sometimes I do so I use those just in case yeah and that's actually something I'm going to talk about wow I'm I'm actually pretty impressed yeah <laughs> so uh kind of to you know go over like what teen skincare should be is it should be a pretty simple routine when you look at adults who oftentimes have a lot of like more complex issues with their skin like their skincare routine can get really kind of crazy because they're trying to go after all these different problems they have. But for teens, you wanna keep it simple. And it really kind of boils down to three things that you should be doing regularly and then potentially some occasional things. And and you you hit two of the three. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, you did pretty good. So cleanser is a big one. So cleanser is just something that you use to clean your skin, to get off makeup, to get off oil, to get off dirt and keep your skin as clean as possible because that's the best way to keep your skin healthy. And you know, when you're, when you're looking for cleansers, um, you wanna choose one that is either for young people specifically or for sensitive skin. Um, because a lot of the cleansers for adults have more harsh chemicals in them. Yeah, I do sensitive skin ones for a while. Does your skin break out sometimes? Or um, can it? Have you noticed? Yeah, I mean, sometimes when I start using like new makeups, like let's say I get a new foundation, mm. I'll notice a little bit of breakout, but I mean, those just go away with time. And yeah. yeah. So for young people, it is important to use either one for sensitive or specifically young people because they are more prone to, to breaking out from the, from the chemicals. So that's something that should be done twice a day. It's best to do it morning and night. Really? Yeah. I only do, do it, it at night. You, you want to do it morning and night because uh, overnight you can get oil build up on your skin. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. I mean, if you're not doing it twice a day, it's not the end of the world. Your skin looks great. So you obviously <laughs> do it tonight. Right? Uh, after cleanser would be moisturizer. So, and you said you used a, a serum. That's, yeah. I'm sure that's a moisturizing serum. You want it to be lightweight with good hydration and something that won't clog pores. So a couple of good ingredients. I, you probably don't know what ingredients are in your, um, in your, if you don't, it's okay. If you I don't. don't. A, lot of, a lot of adults don't know what I ingredients are I was thinking and then I just kind of forgot. So the big <laughs> ones are glycerin and hyaluronic acid. Those are like two really common ones, especially those are good uh, because they're, you know, they're not overly aggressive and cause breakouts. So moisturizer is important. You want to keep your skin hydrated. Hydrated skin is, is healthy skin. Yeah. And the other thing that you didn't mention, although this may be rolled into one of the treatments you're already doing, is using broad spectrum SPF, which is sunblock. Oh my gosh, I was going to mention during the summer, sorry, but I was going to mention, oh. I kind of used a sunscreen moisturizer during the summer. Perfect. Yeah, I was about to say, your moisturizer may have the SPF in it, because that's really common for them to roll them in together. Yeah. And as you, you may or may not know, I'm, I'm not sure a lot of young people know this, I mean, the sun is really, really bad for your skin. Now, yeah, I know that, that. that doesn't mean that if you go out into the sun, you know, one day that your skin's going to, you know, be old the next, but it's a cumulative effect. If you're constantly going out in the sun for you know years and years, it catches up with you very quickly and your skin can age much, much more rapidly than if you protect it. And you can get skin cancer too. That's another thing and a, a totally separate thing is that yes, you can absolutely get skin cancer. You know, we're more specifically talking about appearance, but yes, yeah. you're 
Correct. So, so yeah, uh, that's kind of the basics of, of skincare for teens. You want to use a cleanser, moisturizer, broad spectrum FSPF. Um, if you have more complex issues like rosacea or eczema, which are some of my friends have that. Do they? Okay. So yeah. for that, you would want to you would want to see a dermatologist, and you probably would have to use something separate. So those the other regimens just for like the basic teens out there who uh, you know just want good healthy skin. You definitely want to avoid treatments for for for. Old what people. older people would use, yeah. right? Because it's more harsh on your skin and you just don't need it. Yeah. And then you want to avoid retinols, which are very popular, except for cases of severe acne if, it, if it's by, by prescription. And then finally, what you were talking about, the, um, uh, the acne breakouts, the salicylic acid and benzoyl peroxide are the two, the two most popular ones. I bet you're I'm almost certainly that you're, um, the one you use when you have your breakouts has one of those. You know, those are really popular. So. Yeah. But yeah, and do all your friends use, uh, do they all have their own skincare yes. regimen? I, I or do you guys compare it? Oh yeah, I actually asked my group chat, hey, do you guys have any skincare? And then my friend private texted me like her entire routine. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. But is it similar to yours? Um, it's similar. I mean, different products for different skin, you know, but yeah. right. there's it's like a smart. moisturizer, cleanser, like yeah. acne stuff, all that. Yeah, excellent. Travis, do you have a skincare routine? Like, do, you, do you have Do you have one yourself? Um, no, I do not. Yeah. I have I have soap and water. Yeah. Well, I mean, not well. That there's cleanser. I mean, that's <laughs> that's like the first step. Yeah. yeah for sure. I, I I I have stuff. I'm not great about using it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is helpful. I mean, even for people, you know, I mean, you're younger than me, but like even for your age, my age, absolutely. You know, for guys, like it is important. But uh, it's good to see that teens are jumping in there and, and starting early. Like yeah, you, it will sure. pay pay dividends. So absolutely. yeah, so just kind of, I just want to recap this one real quick. So today we're talking about uh, skincare for teens. Now, skincare for teens should start somewhere around 12, right about the time puberty starts, because that's when hormonal changes will start to change the skin. The big thing about skincare, skincare for teens is to keep it simple. You don't want to use these crazy aggressive treatments that older people are using because your skin's more sensitive. It can break out and you just don't need it. You, get a, you need a good cleanser to clean your skin, something that is not aggressive, maybe specific or sensitive skin or teens. You want to use that twice a day. You need a good moisturizer, something lightweight that's not going to clog your pores. And then finally, you need good SPF. You want to protect your skin from the sun. That's really important to prevent skin aging as well as skin cancer in the future. For those who get uh, breakouts of acne, you then would use those as spot treatments with benzoyl peroxide or salicylic acid. Of course, if you have rosacea or eczema, then you would need some other types of skin treatment, but that would be something prescribed by a doctor. But yeah, for skincare for teens, you want to keep it simple. Remember, cleaning, uh, moisturizer, SPF, most important. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Danica. You, that was great. I, I, I'm very impressed. I, I, I know I, we've never really talked about all those things uh, in a lot of detail, but I have to say that that's impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, last segment. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on some of these things and, okay. and Travis, you too. This is a segment about social media beauty standards and teens slash young people. So as we know, social media is integrated into like every part of our lives these days and especially young people. Yeah, I'm I want it so much. <laughs> I use social media a lot. I use it more than I do and probably we should be restricting your phone I know you're on there all the time um but no it's kind of it's really embraced everyone's lives these days especially the young people and so there's been a lot of talk a lot of research about how social media has been setting beauty standards and how that affects 
young people. Oh, so yeah. uh, we're gonna kind of go over some different points here with that, and I want to kind of get your, both of you guys' thoughts. So the first is the effects of social media on body image. So mm. I know you're on social media a lot, Danica. Like, based on what you see on social media, like, what do you think is portrayed as ideal body image these days? Um, well, an ideal body image on social media, it's kind of unrealistic in my opinion, but okay. like a slimmer waist, like a bigger chest, and like a big booty. <laughs> so you That's, still, okay, so you still yeah. think that that, and so and it's funny, we talk about this on the show all the time about like what's kind of standard. So that kind of Kardashian look that you're talking about was extremely popular. I feel like that's starting to slide away a little bit and we're not seeing kind of those exaggerated curves. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I I would agree that. What do you think, Travis? Like what, you're on social media a lot. I mean. Mm, so I would agree with Danica when it comes to like body image for the women. For the men, um, I would say it kind of ranges. Um, it kind of ranges, but for women, yeah, I would say the same thing. But I do kind of think you are correct. It is trending back towards like the natural way of looking because i think it is i mean it's hard to say because these yeah. things move slow but right it is very slow but yeah. i think people are kind of starting to see like um the like toxicity of like bbls and like yeah. that body yeah type. yes people have been watching the show <laughs> yeah, absolutely. down with the bbls Boo. <laughs> absolutely all right um the other thing that uh is always talked about with social media is uh self-esteem issues and you said the exact thing that this is talking about. What did you say? What did you say about body images on social media? Um, it's kind of unrealistic. Yeah, unrealistic. Especially for younger girls, like. Yeah. Because if you're like 14, you're not gonna have curves mostly. Right. Well, and also too, you know, the, where I get kind of concerned is, and I don't worry about you personally because I feel like you you really have a good head on your shoulders and mm -hmm. you kind of understand things. But like, I worry about young people looking at you know like a 25 year old that one may have had either treatments done, surgery done, is using filters, and, and looking at that person and thinking, okay, this is what I should look like. Yeah, that's definitely happened to a lot of people, and sometimes including myself, but I'm better about it now. Is that something your friends talk about at all? Like, you know, um, uh, what, what these influencers look like and, and, you know, I wish I'd look like that, or, or what's the kind of thought process on that? Well... All my friends and I are like pretty confident. We'd like to say we all think we would agree with that. We all like to think that we're pretty in our own ways. Okay, that's good. So you guys don't get too hung up on how no. influencers look. No, I, I think that's great, but I'm not sure everyone shares you guys' confidence. Yeah. And I think that some people can get into a trap of getting low self-esteem from seeing these unrealistic um, kind of uh, these unrealistic like, images on social media. Yeah. yeah. Um, next would be social media and behavioral outcomes. So uh, things like taking the perfect selfie. Now I know you do this. Like social media has changed the way you, you don't just take a picture. Like you gotta like make sure your hair's right. You gotta make sure the lighting's good. That you have the right smile. The angles. The angles. Yeah, the I mean angles I, do this, I do the same thing, man. It's the angles so, is It's important. funny how social media has changed our behavior and also. Um, you know, how people get their kind of sense of worth based on how many likes or interactions that things. And that's where it gets, I don't mind people like taking time to take a picture. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that unless it becomes like an obsession. But, you know, when you get like 
uh, feeling down. Do you ever get down if you, and I know, I know the answer to this question, so we've <laughs> talked about it. Like if you make a post and it doesn't get a lot of likes, how yeah, does that affect you? It does make me um, sad, like if I'm doing a live stream and no one joins, but I mean, it doesn't hurt me much. It's just kind of disappointing, you know? It's not like, oh yeah. my gosh, I'm so sad. It's just like, yeah. oh man. Well, and I have to say, I know I've talked to you about that before, that you, you have to take social media with a grain of salt. And like, if you throw something up there and it doesn't get a lot of likes, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It just, you know, it just means that for whatever reason that one didn't hit. Yeah. And, you know, and you just got to keep trying. If that's what your goal is, is to like, you know, get, gain a following, then you can't, you can't give up. You can't, you can't give up. You can't take it personally, you know. Um, and so, uh, yeah, but it is kind of funny how it has changed our behavior, which is, is totally true. Um, next one, social media and trends. Now, I, I know you see all these trends on social media, like and, and whether it be a challenges or like like products. Do you ever see these things and want to try them? Um, yeah. So actually, um, mom and I get like a teen trending box every three months, just like with the newest trends in makeup and stuff. Really? So, yeah. And do you get stuff you see on social media? Yeah, actually, I got my favorite lip plumper, which I was talking about recently. Oh, right, the lip plumper. Yeah. Yeah, I got that? that from that box, and I saw all over TikTok I wanted it so bad, and now I have it. <laughs> So you, you would say that you see these trends and sometimes you do want to get on board with them? Yeah. Yeah. I do that a lot. I, I mean, and, and that's, that's, just, that's just life in America. I mean, people see stuff, whether it be TV, social media, and you, you do want to try it. And, and I think it's fine, uh, it's, but it, it has to be done in moderation. Like, you don't want to, you know, make rash decisions. Like, you see somebody that had a surgery, you don't want to rush out and have that surgery. Yeah, or like, like especially with hair dye and stuff. Cause... Right, things that are more permanent, yeah. yeah. Like, I just worry that people, you know, either spend too much money or do something rash that's really dramatic without giving it thought. Yeah. That's my only thing. But I see stuff on social media all the time that I want to try. I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's business. Uh, what about body modification, tattoos, piercings? Do you, do you think that social media has made those things more kind of mainstream, more acceptable? Um, I mean, do well, you see a lot of tattoos and body piercings or maybe your, in, your social media feeds don't have that? Well, my social media feed is mostly like gaming and stuff, but whenever I do, they usually do have piercings. I think social media, well, I can't, I don't really have a say just because I wasn't really alive when social media wasn't Yeah, that but you don't know any big. different, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean. I mean, I do think that it has brought stuff like that. I mean, uh, elf ears, right? I mean, how, how often do we talk about I was yeah. just thinking, that. Was it's just, so yeah. funny you said that. Yeah. I, it, was, it literally just crossed yeah. my mind. Yeah, I mean, we see these trends on social media and like it, it, it almost normalizes them yeah. when you yeah, see yeah, them. Thanks. Yeah, and so I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, so uh, finally, what about body positivity? Would you say social media has has is good for body positivity or, or bad? What are Honestly, your thoughts? Honestly, it just mat it just like matters like what video like gets on someone's for you page. Like, cause sometimes I'll see a video of someone, and then the comments will all be like, "Go girl, you're so pretty." And then like sometimes I'll see a com a video, and then all the comments would be really neat. It just yeah. kind of matters like who's seeing it. I, I agree a hundred percent. I think that social media has a very powerful voice to to be a good voice for body positivity and i see a lot of videos that that do push that and i think that's great but i think you hit the, the nail on the head the comments is where people get like yeah. brutal and, and and i hate that and i and i firmly believe it's because of the anonymity of the internet meaning people will say stuff online they would they never would say to someone else real. right because yeah. it's anonymous like i mean you know people would never say these things to someone in real life definitely and and i think that's kind of a bad thing i mean you know i, I know i've told you this like you can't take 
anything said on social media to heart. No. Because there's I, always going to be someone that's going to try to tear you down just because they want to get a reaction out of you. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't know if everyone knows that. And I think a lot of people do, you know, get, can get depressed and stuff from the negative. Uh, yeah. Like my first few years on social media, I was definitely more like critical of myself when I got comments. But now I'm just kind of like, who cares? I'm having fun. Yeah. And I, that's the right way to do it. I, I, I'm not sure everyone has that attitude, but that's definitely the right way is to be like, look, I get that people are just going to say stuff no matter what. I'm just going to let it roll off my back and keep going. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Thanks. I think that's about all the time we have today. Danica, thank you so much for, for, for stepping in for Sarah. I mean, real I, quick I, too, Dr. Herman, yeah. uh, Danica was getting a lot of love on social media. Uh, oh, Robert Dreschel, he started, um, hashtag Danica, hashtag boss, uh, <laughs> Ellen Courtney. She said, Danica, you are a wise young lady. Um, and then it looks like Cindy Herman, uh, she commented as well. Um, she says that Danica is her new favorite co-host. Um, oh, and she, Sarah, says she, she, she does still love Sarah. She does still love, do Sarah, love Sarah, but she's a little biased. But <laughs> you really, honestly, you did, you did a great job. Thank and I, I appreciate you coming on. So, I appreciate uh, you letting well, me. Well, do you want to do the, uh, I, I normally do the sign-off. Do you want to do the sign-off today and just tell everybody thanks for watching and okay. come back and see us next week? Thank you guys for watching. Come back to Nip Tech next week to see a new episode. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>